It's good to know that when I'm gone, nothing gets accomplished. We're back. <laughs> I take a week off and there's no you know, Clarksville rundown. I'm back. The Clarksville rundown. This is the podcast where we break down the biggest stories in Clarksville from ClarksvilleNow.com. My name is Ryan Pluckelman, the editor-in-chief of ClarksvilleNow.com. Chris Smith is here as well. Hello, Chris. Chris Smith, who apparently can't get anything done when Ryan goes on vacation. (laughs) Makes me feel important. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but it was was a rough week um, because you were out, Mm -hmm. and then uh, Jordan was covering a trial all week long. yeah. Um, and you know, we've had her fill in yeah, some, yeah. the other person we've had fill in some is uh Christian Brown. Yeah. And, uh, he was so deep into overtime. He had to take Friday off when we were going to record. So, so Chris like, didn't want to do it by listen. himself, but I got a suggestion though. Okay. Uh, a loyal listener yeah. uh, contacted me. And so what I should have done yeah. was gone on air by myself and done. <laughs> oh, I heard that squeak. <laughs> squeak gets right. Uh, and, and done, uh, Chris's, uh, grammatical pet peeves. Oh, that would have been nice. Yeah. yeah. That's what people really want to hear. Is me complaining about uh, grammar <laughs> for an hour. <laughs> yes. That would have been great, wouldn't it? It would have been great. <laughs> yeah, I would have needed somebody to to help me carry that off. I don't think I could do that on my own. Well, and this gives us two weeks worth of stories to it talk does, about. It should be all frankly, quality. It was kind of a slow news week, too. I yeah. mean, we were going to be scraping a little bit because, you know, people are... People are staying home. There's nothing yeah. going on. Everybody's got the post-holiday, post-tornado, post-ice storm right. to sort of blase. So there wasn't really a lot happening that week anyway. But there's a lot happening this week. There is. And let's get to it. These are the biggest stories. All right. So this one just developed um, so that five-story apartment building. Yeah. Uh, you got, yeah. We haven't really talked about this yet, have we? No, we've not. So there is a, um, a five-story apartment building being proposed mm-hmm. for downtown Clarksville. Okay. Um, yeah, we have a couple, I think. Is University Landing five stories or is that four stories? You know, I haven't counted, yeah. uh, but I'm going to count in my mind now big. while you go on. I'm going to count in my mind. And yeah, see and if then I there's can. another one right next to it on University Avenue. Yeah. But th- this is a new one proposed in an area that doesn't have a lot of large um, structures being proposed on Riverside Drive and Cumberland. Okay. So Highway 4813, yeah. sort of, uh, I guess it will be Cattywampus from uh, Gary Matthews Okay. on that intersection. Okay. Um, so the idea is a five-story apartment building that would have, uh, let me find it in the article, it'd be on 2.88 acres of land, and um, it would be a 72-apartment complex um, with 125 parking spaces. Okay. Um, out of those 72 units, 32, one bedroom and a 42 bedroom. Um, okay. Units. So it will be five stories on one side, mm-hmm. uh, side facing uh, Riverside. And then as it goes up, it will be four stories on the other side. Cause it's kind of on a, yeah, on, it is. I'm, I'm, I'm picturing the property right now and it have pretty good views. Oh yeah. The Cumberland, and, the Cumberland and Liberty yeah. park. And I mean, I, I, what else would you put in that spot? So I think it's probably a great idea. Um, the problem is, and this is There's problem, always any, a problem. Anytime, it's never easy. <laughs> and, and I feel for the people who live in that area because it's zoned um, R1. And R1 basically means a house on a tract of land, basically single family house. Right. And they want um, to do this. They want to rezone it as a, a PUD uh, area. So a PUD, for those of you who don't know. That's the worst sounding acronym ever. It's like, we need to PUD this up. We need to PUD it up. <laughs> 
So a PUD. Uh, You're such a PUD. Yeah. It stands, I think, for plan, planned unit development. And okay. So, so the yeah. idea is basically you've got a, a more multifamily housing type situation, but it's offset by having some green space, having some park areas. Yeah. You know, basically it's not just straight apartment building. Okay. So um, so they want to rezone it for that so they can have this five-story apartment building. Yeah. But of course, people live near there and they're like, I don't want all these people living in my backyard. But it's it's in the heart of downtown. So this is the type of development that we need to, if we're going to have more affordable right. you know, um, housing, and this isn't affordable housing, but if we're going to lower the cost of rents and housing in Clarksville, you got to have more housing. We don't have enough. Right. And also downtown is totally underdeveloped. It should mm -hmm. be much more dense yeah. housing than what it is. And this would accomplish that. However, anybody who's driven through that area, you know, at rush hour, there's a lot of traffic that goes down Riverside Drive. There's a lot of traffic everywhere during rush hour. There is. And it's nothing unusual for a city to have traffic during rush hour. That's, That's part, the other of, side part of, of the deal. They call it rush hour for a reason. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, and so there, there's people who are objecting to it. Now, one of the things that the, um, the city was saying was, did you guys do a traffic study? You know, the planning commission. Yeah. And apparently there wasn't enough. This isn't a big enough uh, apartment complex. Why have you just started asking study? that question now? Hey, city council, you should have been asking that question for the past decade. Every new development yeah. that you've signed off on, did you ask them, have you done a traffic study on this? Because I bet you, if you had, you wouldn't have approved half the things. I'm thinking well, of, one of the things I'm thinking of right now, yeah, yeah. that neighborhood that they're building off of Dunbar Cave Road, just down from Rossview Road, they're going to put something like a couple hundred houses down in that area. That road is already ridiculous. Mm -hmm. So you can't tell me that you've you asked them to do a traffic study because the study when it came back, this is going to be a mess. Mm. Well, I, I think mess is a relative term <laughs> because one of the things that You're I such keep, a pud. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a pud. Sorry. One of the things that I keep seeing in discussions about Clarksville traffic, mm -hmm. people complain and complain, and yes, every now and then somebody pops on there and says. Seriously, y'all, this is nothing. <laughs> right. This is nothing. The, the people who live in other areas, you know, a lot of Californians, you know, people who are used to five-hour commutes yeah. down, you know, one mile of right. road. Right. Um, the the traffic problems we have in Clarksville are nothing compared to the traffic problems in a lot of other areas. Right. So I don't know. This is a this is part of the growing pains. You know, we need more high dense. We need more dense development in downtown Clarksville. We do. It's it's almost a ghost town by comparison to most other cities. And that comes with a lot of traffic. And the reality is, let's just be honest for a second, okay? Everybody, we're going to remove the facade of, of decorum, and we're just going to be honest for a second. Are you going to use naughty words? No. Okay. Nobody wants an apartment complex next to their house. That's true. That's the truth. There's That's not, the truth. Find me someone who does, honestly. Someone who's mm. like, man, you know what? I got a great house, but you know what I want? I want an apartment complex right behind it. Mm. Nobody wants that. Yeah. That's the thing. I mean, you're always anytime you have any proposed apartment complex structure, people are going to be like, oh, no. Mm -hmm. um, so they're always going to to be against it. Yeah, I would be shocked if you went to a city council meeting like, hey, we're going to we're proposing to build a bunch of apartment complexes near this neighborhood. Does anyone want to comment? Of course, you're going to have 15 people. From the neighborhood going, we don't want this traffic. I'd be shocked if one person goes, I can't wait. This is going to be awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because if you're not going to build an apartment complex here, that's another way to look at this. Right. If you're not going to build an apartment complex here, where are you going to put an apartment complex? Right. 
I mean, are you going to build an apartment complex out in the middle of a, a farmer's field on the outskirts of town? Well, that's just sprawl. Right. And that's that talk about traffic. That's where your traffic comes from is when everybody is living outside the city right. and has to drive in or drive through. If you if you have more dense development, you have people just driving across the you know a block down or walking or right. riding their bike to an area near there where hopefully, you know, because if you build this apartment complex, Maybe you'll have more retail development on Riverside Drive. So people aren't driving 20 miles to get to a grocery store. The reality is if you ask people who are opposed to a, any apartment complex, where would you rather have us build it? The honest answer is anywhere anywhere else. Anywhere else. Someone <laughs> else's neighborhood. Anywhere besides near right. me. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. So they kicked it back. They want yeah. to do a traffic study. Right. They didn't reject it. Right. They sent it back to the RPC because there are enough. I mean, the, they've already looked at the traffic issues, but they didn't do a formal traffic study. So now they got to pay money to have somebody go like, yeah, traffic's going to be bad. Yeah, but I, th I think that's all just relative. Yeah, I think yeah. people are saying traffic's going to be bad, but it's 125 parking spaces. Right. In the grand scheme of things, that's not really much traffic. Exactly. Um, plus, there's um, the street department has already said... Hey, if you're going to do this, you've got to widen this road here. You've got to add an entrance here. You've got to do all these other yeah. things. So street department has already yeah. seen, okay, well, this could be a problem in that site. Here's the things you've got to do to make it work. And they've agreed to do those things to make it work. But now it's got to go back to RPC. And, you know, in some ways this is a good thing because that means that the RPC is going to look at it a lot more harshly and say, okay, you got to do all those things. Now to make everybody happy, you got to do these other things. By so the way, hopefully RPC is not a gangster rap group from Clarksville. That's the Regional Planning Commission. Just yeah. in case there's any confusion about what yeah. Chris is talking about when it comes to run, RPC. Run by the OG, Jeff, <laughs> Jeff Tendall, the OG. <laughs> I want to see what their gang signs look like. They call him know. Jeffy T. Jeffy <laughs> T runs the RPC. No, the Regional Planning Commission. Yeah. So it goes back to that. Um, so Wait, basically, so that'd be a good gangster rap album talking about that. Jeffy yeah. T? Jeffy T with the RPC? Yeah. Jeffy, <laughs> Jeffy T is down with the RPC? Exactly. OG. You know me. Um, but yes, so we'll keep you posted on that one. Basically, we spent the last 15 minutes to find out that Chris Smith is a pud. I am so a pud. You are such it. a pud. I'll take it. Um, so the other thing that happened while we were, uh, while you were off gallivanting around, yeah. uh, the French Riviera on your vacation, yep, cause that's where you were, right? Yeah. French Riviera. Beautiful this time of year. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I try to go, um, a little bit later in the year yeah. when the water's a little bit warmer, yeah, yeah, yeah. but you know, did some good yachting. It was fun. And where is the French Riviera? I have anyway? no idea. This is in France. It's near the Italian Riviera. Huh? I don't know. <laughs> All right. So, um, so you can go to the French Riviera, um, hopefully at the end of the school year, because the schools are adding a day back into the calendar. Oh, you um, knew it was coming. Yeah. So uh, we call them snow days, but they're really inclement weather days. Right. Um, we used a whole bunch of them up during the tornado because mm -hmm. kids were out for five days. Well, it made sense when you had a hole blow through some of, what was it? It was West Creek Elementary yeah. School had a hole blown through it. I mean, yeah, you can't just have school. Right. It made perfect sense. And in Montgomery County, if one school goes down, all schools go down. Right. Because we've got a really big district with right. a whole lot of schools and they all got to stay on the same page. Right. So we had those five days, and then we had another four days during the uh, ice storm, if you want to call it that, the yeah. snow and ice that we had. Um, they used four days, and then they, I think they had class on Friday, right? I think they had, because uh, yeah, they only had four of those days. Why are you and, looking at me? Well, because your wife's a teacher. No, we they were out the whole time, the whole week. The whole week? Yeah. Uh, no, I think you're lying. You don't have any kids in school. <laughs> your kids are all grown up, Grandpa. So there were four days used 
Um, oh, I know what it was. Um, there was of, a Martin Luther the King. The Monday was yes. MLK Day. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. why. That's why. Yeah. So they used four days then. Yeah. So they don't want to use up all of their snow days. Right. They're figuring they're going to get an emergency declaration for the tornado. Mm-hmm. So those five days will probably be forgiven. Yeah. But that leaves them with only one inclement weather day. Right. And it ain't good because we could, we could have more snow. We always get that March snow. Every once in mm-hmm. a while, we get that weird March snow out of nowhere. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. they want to be prepared for that. So basically what they're going to do, from what I understand, is one of those teacher in-service days... Mm-hmm. Um, where basically, basically everybody gets free lunch and they sit around yakking and yammering and they don't really do anything, right? I'm going to let you say that because you're a pud. <laughs> and I'm going to say just they're going to take one of those days. The yak and yammer days. The yak and yammer. The Jack uh-huh. John day. Yeah. And they're, and they're going to just let kids go to school that day. Yeah. Turn. So basically... You parents get a day within the school year that you don't have to scramble and find childcare because your kid doesn't have school. Ah, yeah, that's so, right. Yeah, saving you money. That's right. Yeah. So um, now some teachers aren't happy about this. Of course they're not happy about it. They don't get an in-service day. Yeah, and some of them had already had already like made plans, you know, for what they were going to do training. And that's what the substitutes they, for. They made their PowerPoints. They already had everything all set up yeah. to do this training. And then like, you know, 30 days out, you know, gets well, right. 30, what, a couple yeah. weeks out, it gets yeah. yanked. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, but hopefully this will reserve, hold back another day. And then if, if something else happens, they could always cancel president's day, right? which they have not done yet. Okay. Um, but so this keeps this, what this is trying to avoid. Do you remember a couple of years ago, was it a year ago or last year when, um, all of the, uh, um, schools had to do an extra 30 minutes. Oh yes. Every yes, day yes, yes, yeah, during the yeah. last week of school. Yeah, yeah. And, oh, people hated that. Yeah. That was terrible. So, the, the reality is when it comes to something like this, no matter what decision you make, there's going to be a group of people that are not happy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. So. Um, so this is uh, this is hopefully this makes which day. Which day is the in-service day? That uh, it was going to be from? February 7th. February 7th, everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's like that's this week, isn't it? No, this week. This well, is the right, week that you're right. hearing. This. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's the following yeah, it's week. A few so, days out. Yeah. So. Yeah. so cancel that babysitter. Cancel that daycare. Yeah. Your kids are going to school that day. That's right. No more sitting in front of the TV all day, <laughs> doing your Instagrams and whatnot. Right. Um, all right. So here's another weird story. Um, so I think we talked about this a little bit already, that uh, a while back there was a, um, a car chase that ended up going through Clarksville. Was this the semi-truck one? Uh, no, 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 not that one. Because remember that the was, semi-truck that story? Was, that was a mess. Holy cow. That was some Fast and Furious uh, stuff. Yeah, it was. There. Yeah. I kept yeah. waiting for Vin Diesel to get out of the out of the semi-truck <laughs> and go, let's talk about family. Uh, you know, I was like, but yeah, okay, so there's another car chase. So, yeah. Was this the one where they were shooting them up? The uh, gangbangers out of Nashville? Is that an offensive uh, term? Well, I don't know. Out of, uh, they were out of Murfreesboro. Oh, Murfreesboro. Murfreesboro. Oh, yeah, that's what it is. Murfreesboro. <laughs> Murfreesboro. So some, 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 some ruffians from yeah. Murfreesboro. Some ruffians. They attacked a guy there. Yeah. Um, and uh, they violently and brutally attacked this guy. And then they, um, they showed up. Um, on some automatic license plate readers. That's right. In Clarksville. That. Yes. And so um, the police pulled him over here and, uh, you know, and handed him over to Murfreesboro and said, hey, we caught these guys thanks to our license plate readers. And you were like, we have license plate readers? Yeah, what the heck? When did that yeah. happen? Yeah. So apparently kind of snuck in under the radar, um, to, <laughs> to coin a phrase. Um, and we've had these for a couple of years now. You had no idea. I had no idea. You Nobody would think. Had any idea. I mean, I was was I working at the Leaf Chronicle at the time, or well, that's why you wouldn't know. 
Um, but yeah, busy running this, into a, a print room going, stop the presses. <laughs> we got cameras. So this all uh, happened. No, I was here. Um, it was uh, MCSO, Montgomery County Sheriff's Office, mm-hmm. requested six of these license plate readers in their fiscal 2022 budget. All right. Um, and so they were approved and it costs $28,000 a year. Um, it just... I guess nobody mentioned it to us. It didn't pop up in the budget. It kind of slipped under the radar. Nobody made a big deal out yeah. of it. And um, so we've got essentially um, six or eight stationary units of these and um, three mobile units. Um, oh, actually, it was installed, I'm sorry, in 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, well, pandemic, it was, we had a right. pandemic yeah. going on. That's probably yeah. why nobody yeah. noticed. And um, so they've been going on for all that time, and they've apparently been used to solve dozens of crimes. Including um, the one from Murfreesboro. Yeah, yeah. So it basically picks up on the make and model of a car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you put it put in the make and model of a car you're looking for, um, the license plate number, and um, it'll uh, ping it if they if it's caught. Dang. Yeah. And, That's um, pretty darn cool. It is cool. Um, now there's some people are not really happy about this because is that an invasion of privacy? I don't know. What do you think? Is it worth it? Um, there's cameras everywhere. Yeah. You this are carrying around a tracking device with you everywhere you go. And said tracking device follows every website that you go to and sells that information to advertisers. Mm-hmm. If you're not upset about that, and you're upset about the sheriff's office using cameras to find ruffians out of Murfreesboro, we've got to talk. I think problem number one is if you're upset about privacy, look at the phone you're carrying around with you everywhere. If you're not it's doing true. anything wrong, it's just a camera looking for cars. Mm-hmm. If your car is not suspected in any sort of uh, malfeasance or tomfoolery, it's not going to ding it. It's just going to drive on by. So what happens? Okay. Here comes devil's advocate. Here becomes... comes the pud playing devil's advocate. <laughs> what happens if America turns into a fascist state? We're talking Pol Pot level. We're going to round up all of the people on the other political party. Yeah. And we're going to, and all the intellectuals and all the artists yeah. or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, and we're going to round up everybody. You're who in has, trouble. We're they going to round, round up, up the intellectuals and the artists. You yeah, are or done. We're, or we're going to round up everybody who has purchased a gun in the last 10 years and we're going to arrest them. We're going to arrest everybody who has a gun. Yeah. Or, you know, pick, pick an issue. Pick okay. Your topic. Okay. Um, well, this technology could be used to track individuals who have done something that the state thinks is wrong yeah. and, uh, and arrest everybody for political reasons or ideological reasons. Big thing that's standing in the way of that is the Constitution. So I'm not worried uh, about that. Constitution, Constitution. <laughs> These things can happen. <laughs> These things can happen. You're just worried they're going to round up the intellectuals and the artists. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, Czechoslovakia thought they were doing all right, and then all of a sudden, you know, they're being I led think we by a dictator. I've got a long way to go before I'm worried about uh, traffic cameras being used to round up intellectuals. But once we take a step in that direction, worry about that. That oh, (laughs) Oh, you're such a pud. Oh, you know, you know. Everybody thought they were living living sweet life in Chile, and look what happens. You get a dictator steps in and starts rounding folks up. Cameras like this could be used to those ends. You've been watching too much late night news television, (laughs) but. You know, hopefully America is where we're run well enough that it won't ever happen. And these things will be used to solve crime because it's actually not really that much from having a share. I mean, you could do the same thing with a camera in a um, deputy's patrol yeah, car. Exactly. Is doing the same thing. This is just a stationary 
uh, camera. All of this is because Chris was bored last night and watched the Hunger Games, the Ballad of Songbirds <laughs> and Snakes. And it's like, man, what if that happens? We'll have those cameras and then they'll round us up. Actually, I've been listening to a, a podcast um, about uh, this, the chapter I'm on right now is about the dead Kennedys. And um, the uh, oh, the, the, Chris. So there's a lot of anti uh, anti state stuff that I've been listening to lately. I'm thinking, huh, that's actually a pretty good point. So what do we learn about Chris on this yeah. episode? He's a pud, I'm right? A pud. Yeah, I'll, that's I'll take that. that's good. Yeah, and he also likes horrible music. Oh, don't even. Punk don't even. Is garbage. Punk is not Punk garbage. Music is absolute 100 percent untalented Punk is the lifeblood of the music that garbage. you play on Q108 would Wh not exist what, if it weren't whatever. for punk because punk changed everything yeah, in well, music and started the new wave movement which has influenced everything that you play on Q108 I'm going to disagree with you on that, but this is not a <laughs> podcast about punk rock by oh, punk rockers. Fine. Okay. We'll Why don't you talk about, about Iggy happy. and the Stooges? You fine. stooge. I will talk about Iggy and the Stooges. You want to talk about something that changed American music, Iggy and the Stooges and the MC5 radically shifted American pop culture. Don't pretend like they're the Beatles. What? So, so all that to say, uh, we know we have them now. Have what? Punk? The cameras. Oh, the cameras. We yeah. know that, that, that you don't want to ride with Chris in his car. Can you imagine a road trip having to listen to... Oh, I hate the queen. Can you imagine that? Beautiful. That's great. Yeah, that's one word for it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we have those. You can read that story. Do you want me to talk about happy rainbows and butterflies instead? No, no. I'm fine with, with, with where you're going in this. Are, you, are we going in a, in a darker direction for the next story? No, no, no. This okay. is a happy. Direction. Okay. Um, you really should like broaden your musical horizons just a little bit. That's what I'm doing right now by well, diving well, deeper into punk. Cause I've been listening to a lot of, you know, alternative yeah. stuff that I, yeah. you know, enjoying techno and all that, which I love, yeah. but I never really got into punk. And so okay. I'm, I am expanding my musical horizons. Balance out every song mm -hmm. that you're listening to from those talentless hacks uh -huh. with something like from Prince or something like balance it out. Like you play I like a Iggy so and the Stooges. Prince. And it was yeah. like a little bit of hollow notes, a little bit of Prince, <laughs> and then back to yeah, Dead well, Kennedys that. and that sort of thing. Okay, good. good. I just want to make mean, sure. I just want to make sure that you have a healthy balance. In well, in case you haven't noticed, yeah. I work at a radio station. You do. And the speaker yeah. for whatever is on rotation in yeah. the building yeah. is directly above my office door. Yeah. So I on hear purpose. I, I hear purpose. what we play on Q and Beaver on Rewind all day long. And so I am very familiar with um with the yeah. the pop culture music that it would play, and I appreciate it. But would one would one lead would one, one think that perhaps I play certain songs during certain parts of the day, knowing Chris will listen <laughs> and that it will drive him crazy? Maybe, maybe I won't Could commit be. to that. Yeah, no. yeah. But I, I like the music okay. that we play, and I like to listen to other stuff too. Well, I like your news website. I think it's swell too. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> At uh, Clarksville now, sure, swell. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, uh, for happiness and butterflies, yeah. Uh, Judy's hope. This Judy's thing. Hope. This is fantastic. It's a cool idea. And the pictures finally do it justice because mm -hmm. it's one thing to say like Judy's Hope is this great organization that builds these small homes mm -hmm. for for tiny battered, houses. yeah tiny houses for for battered women mm -hmm. a, a place it's like a neighborhood it's a small neighborhood and these women that have no other place to go can go live at Judy's Hope they have a home you know a, a mm -hmm. little bit of, of of privacy and it's a great way to get them on their feet this is absolutely fantastic what an amazing organization and to have it right here in Clarksville. That's awesome. 
Yeah. And, you know, it's it speaks uh, to, to back up a little bit about what this back is. Um, this is a, uh, a homeless kind of not really homeless. I would call it a homeless shelter. Um, it is a neighborhood of houses. There was some land that I think uh, Bikers Who Care had for a long time. Mm-hmm. They had planned to build a shelter or something yeah. on it. They never did. They ended up selling it to this another organization. Or I think maybe they sold it to the city, city whatever. Yeah. It's ended up in the hands of Judy's Hope. Um, when the tiny house movement started up a few years ago, one of the applications of that is, hey, this is a way to build really low cost, but very nice small houses. Mm-hmm. One bedroom, kitchen, bathroom, you know, that's yeah. it. And um, and if you do that, then you can build a whole bunch of them and create like this community, this neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And that's a great way to give people who are in need, who are homeless or who are, you know, have had drug problems or have had abuse problems um, or just are down their luck, a, a shelter, a place yeah. where they can live for a while for a long time or a short period of time. So it's great transitional housing mm-hmm. because you're not just in a big shelter with a bunch of other people, like in a dormitory type setting, you have your own little house. Right. And um, so uh, Karen Powers um, said she wanted to do something like this. Yeah. And she's built it. And um, so now they've started moving in. People start moving into these houses. They've got, I think eight families have moved in. That's fantastic. And she's talked about that. Um, she started praying about the idea back in um, 2016 and then they became a nonprofit organization in 2020 and have just moved forward. And to me, the cool thing about this is we see things that are problems right. in our community. We see, yeah. oh, you know, there's problems with, you know, there's not enough people fostering children or right. there's not a place for the chronically homeless to stay when it gets yeah. really cold. Right. You know, or we don't have a soup kitchen. And over the decades, what I've seen again and again and again is people see a problem, they pray about it, they think about it, they meditate, whatever. And they're like, you know, I bet I could fix that. And so just one person starts like raising a little bit of money and asks their friends for some donations. And suddenly you've got Mana Cafe. You've got Loaves and Fishes. You've got Yay Pack mm-hmm. with Sherry Nicholson. Mm-hmm. You've got Judy's Hope. You've got these things that just people, somebody has an idea, sees a need, and they create an answer to, to do it. It's just awesome. It is. It's so awesome. And it really does show. It, it, it's easy. It really is. It's easy to get negative about mm-hmm. your community, right? Very easy. That is the easy way out. Mm-hmm. I challenge everyone to look for the great things going on in Clarksville. Mm-hmm. It'll take a little more work than crabbing on Clarksville chat. <laughs> but I think what you'll discover is there are amazing people doing incredible things in our community. There are folks that see a problem and instead of going like, when's the government going to fix this? Mm-hmm. They go, I can do something about this. Mm-hmm. And so you have a yay pack. You have a mana cafe, you have a loaves and fishes, you have a, uh, you know, these organizations that step in Mm. and make change that make this community better. Yeah. And I think it's, it's one of those things. So that's my homework assignment for everybody. Take a minute, stop crabbing (laughs) and look for people that are doing amazing things right in this Mm. community. You don't have to look very far. It's not going to take you much longer than a Google search in a half hour, but Another great example yeah. of and support them, mm-hmm. you know, um, with your time and talents. You know, if you've, you know, if you can give them some money, you know, to help them out financially, or if you can go volunteer, you know, help these. All these organizations are always needing volunteers. Yeah, you know, whether that's animal shelters or, or you know, sh- you know, abuse shelters. Yeah, um, they need volunteers. They need help. And so there's all kinds of things you could be doing. Go to ClarksvilleNow.com. Check out the story and then make a donation. Yeah, support yeah. them. Yeah, because they need it. Um, all right. So another, uh, situation that we've been dealing with lately, ever since that ice storm. Yeah. 
Potholes. Oh, my God. If you hop on Interstate 24, because you got to go to Nashville for Mm -hmm. some reason, you know, maybe visit some friends, go out for a nice dinner, whatever. Mm -hmm. It is like Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome on Mm I-24. So much. So I was, a couple of days I'd been on I-24. I had to go down there to visit my daughter. And then I was doing some work stuff down there the other day. And all I could think was like, as the car is just all over the place, I'm like, what exactly am I paying taxes for? (laughs) Because it doesn't seem like they're going to the roads um, because it's horrible. And I know they're working on it. But it is, that's the worst I've seen it probably since I moved here. I-24 yeah. is a battleground. I went down there over the weekend. We went out to dinner and um, I had a, another couple in the car with me. And um, I was, I didn't hit anything, but I was all over the road. Oh, I know you're like swerving. <laughs> it's like, I'm not <laughs> drunk. I promise I'm avoiding potholes. Yeah. And um, yeah, it, it basically I just kind of stayed in the left and kind of yeah. lingered a little yeah. bit farther left uh-huh. to, to be able to stay near the shoulder. And that seemed to be the best strategy for avoiding. But I was, you know, seeing people on the side of the road with like blown tires and oh, rims and stuff. There and, are cars all yeah. over the side of Interstate 24 with blown tires and bent rims. You yeah, see them yeah. everywhere. If you use Waze, I don't use Waze. My wife does. And so we go places and she'll leave it on on her phone. Mm-hmm. All you hear is. Pair on the shoulder ahead. Pair <laughs> on the shoulder ahead. I'm like, turn it off. Yeah. There's yeah. nothing There's but car cars on, on the shoulder, shoulder ahead. ahead. Yeah. All over the place. You didn't make that couple that rode with you listen to Iggy and the Stooges, did you? <laughs> no, I did okay, not. Good. No, no, no. I feel bad for him. I today. know I have. Uh, Maybe drown out the sound. I have unusual musical taste yeah. sometimes. So well, I try you're, to, you're unique. I try to moderate my taste for whoever is you're, you're unique. In, the, in the car. Sometimes I'll say, hey, you need to listen to this. But yeah. that's, all, that's the only thing I do. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so but driving back. That was what was scary. Oh, I know. Because, you know, it's one thing in the daylight, mm-hmm. you know, you can swerve to avoid, you know, the uh, the potholes. You know, leave a lot of space in front of you right. so you can see it coming. But at night, you know, you're just, you yeah. know, um, shot in the dark with the dice there. You and, know, and when you're you, going to hit something. Because right. by the time you see it, you're, you're hitting it. And you know? clinch up every time yeah. you go over something big because you're like, oh, is my wheel going to make it? Yeah. And then it does, thank God. But... Um, even here around town, there's a lot of big potholes in the mm-hmm. area. Yeah. You, you see some, even some cars parked in gas stations or whatever, blown tires because of potholes. Yeah, yeah. And of course, you know, in town, theoretically, you're not driving, you know, 85 miles an hour like right. I do on I-24. Exactly. You're driving, you know, Did you just to- admit to speeding? I have to speed all the time. <laughs> 85. If you're not... And I'll tell you, now, now when, there's, when it's pothole season, that's different because right. everybody has to drive in the yeah. left, whether yeah. you're going... You know, an unreasonable 70 miles an hour or 85. Right. You know, you kind of have to stay in the left lanes. But um, but normally, yeah, and and it drives me bananas when people decide they're going to drive the speed limit in the left-hand lane. Yeah. Drives Chris's crazy. I mean, the left-hand lane, listen, between here and Nashville, that left-hand lane is for 80 to 90 miles an hour. Yeah. If you're going to drive the speed limit, stay to the right, because the rest of us are doing our 80 to 90. And that's, that's what we do. Do you know what this means? All of the traffic cameras that are set up in Montgomery County will now be set to ping Chris's car because they know he's a serial speeder. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll tell you a dirty little secret. My dad was a cop. Oh, yeah. I didn't uh, know that. Yeah, I'm a stepfather, technically. Yeah. But yeah, he was uh, he's a police officer. And um, he said most, you know, 90% of the time, you're not going to get pulled over for going 5 to 10 miles an hour over the limit. Yeah. 
they start looking for you when you're going 15. That if makes sense. 15 miles per hour over, that is the magic number. It's if a lot of paperwork for five miles over. Yeah. You know? They want to give you the $500 ticket, not the $100 ticket. Right. That's good. That's a good point. Yeah. Although there was a time when Cooperstown police wanted to give you any ticket they could on I-24. Do you yeah, remember that? that? Yeah, I remember that. They got uh, in trouble for it. Too. Yeah. If, you, if you're trouble. new to the area, what happened was Cooperstown police decided, listen, we got to make some money. So we're going to start patrolling I-24. And so they would patrol I-24 right there by Cooperstown. And they would pull everybody over. You're doing 75, pulled over. You're doing 80, pulled over. And they were just writing tickets nonstop. It was just a ticket yeah. parade. And all of a sudden, they're swimming in money. And they got a money bin like Scrooge McDuck. And they're <laughs> swimming in ticket revenue. And then the state said, what, what in the heck are you doing? That is for THP to patrol, not you, Cooperstown. And then they had to stop doing it. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's Coopertown, by the way. You, you feel free to call them Cooperstown, but for those, those I added are, an S to it. Yeah, because S is the word that I wanted to say, but I couldn't. <laughs> so Coopertown is writing tickets like it's nobody's business. Yeah, yeah slice, and, slice. Well, and that was a large. The thing is, that was a large part of their city budget. Yeah. They were making up, they, they, they were, you know, an underdeveloped small town and they were trying, that was how they were making money for their mm -hmm. city budget. So once that stopped, they had to figure out other ways to Yeah, that was, that was crazy. I remember, money, I remember getting know? pulled over by a Cooperstown. Yeah, and it would be like one or two miles an hour yeah. over the limit. You it could, was a Cooper, know. Cooperstown police officer pulled me over on I-24, which I thought was strange. And then I was doing like 75 mm -hmm. and they wrote me a ticket for 75 mm -hmm. and then... Shortly after I paid the ticket, that's when the state stepped in and said, what the heck are you doing? You can't do that. Yeah. So that was yeah. a story that was on ClarksvilleNow.com, by the way, too. Yeah, that was, that was a big deal. They got in a lot of trouble. For yes, it, yes, it was. Yeah, speed Trap Mayor. They called him the Speed Trap Mayor. It was his, uh, Danny Crosby. <laughs> he, he was the one who was uh, putting that into effect. All that to say, the potholes are getting fixed, oh, yeah, everybody. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so the... Uh, the potholes are bad in yeah. the city and on the interstate. And um, on here's the sad thing. Friday morning, um, there was a, uh, a really bad wreck. Mm -hmm. They were working on the potholes on I-24 yeah. um, around mile marker 12. There was a particularly bad one there. Yeah. The sheriff's office has warned about that one. It's apparently yeah. been doing a lot of bent rims. So TDOT was out um, Friday morning doing uh, pothole repairs. So there was already a backup of traffic. Yeah. Right around exit eight, um, a car slammed into the back of a, a tractor trailer. Oof. Because, um, you know, we, people don't expect there to be a, a slowdown. Right. Um, slammed in the back of a tractor trailer, and um, there were critical injuries oh. in, that, in that car. So, yeah, it's it's bad. Anytime you're in pothole season like this, you know, you can, it, well, anytime, you really should be watching very carefully. Right. Expect a backup. Yep. You know, and because um, those backups, sometimes they don't, you don't have a lot of time to stop. Right. If you're, Especially if you're- Get off your phone. Yeah. If you're on your phone, yeah. you know, messing around. Yeah, that's that's not good. Yeah. So but the city has asked people to um, if you see potholes, uh, report them to the city because, right. you know, there's a lot of streets in Clarksville. Yes, there are. And the street department and the highway department cannot drive every, you know, block of every street in the city to find every pothole. So, you, you know, if you see one, contact the city, let them know they'll come out and patch it. Yeah. Do not text Mayor Pitts in the middle of the night that there's a pothole somewhere, call the city, the roads department. Yeah. They'll yeah. take care of it. Yeah. And, um, and so hopefully they'll get them all patched up and, and they will, you know, we've got, um, a couple of public streets like behind our church and we've let them know when there's been potholes and they come mm -hmm. out yeah. within a couple of days and patch it up. Yeah.
So get it done. Stuff. You yep. can find that story on ClarksvilleNow.com. Is that it? That's all I got. I heard you got a surprise this week on your on your vehicle. I did. Oh, yes. Yeah. Take a moment. Thank you to the 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 Clarksville Jeep crew. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, I can't say enough nice things about the Clarksville Jeep crew. Mm-hmm. And I, I said earlier about looking at for people that make a difference and great people that make this community fantastic, right? The Jeep crew, I don't get why you dig your Jeep. So much. I don't understand. It's not my <laughs> thing, right? But you have these wonderful vehicles that are festively decorated and, and, and as the children would say, pimped out, yo, and yeah. they, and they look great and they, they're, they do off road Pimp, stuff. Pimped out, yo. That's what the kids say. In 1990. Well, <laughs> now they would say no cap. Uh, but, but, um, but, but so when the weather gets bad, they're towing people out of ditches. They're getting, yeah. um, you know, hospital workers safely to work. They're taking care of the elderly. They're a fantastic group. And so we talked about them mm-hmm. um, a couple episodes back. And then I found a rubber ducky on my car yeah. recently at work. And I do not drive a Jeep. I drive a Volkswagen Golf. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I, I'm like, what is Which this? Is, there's a really difference between a Jeep and a Volkswagen. There's Golf, quite right? a bit of difference. <laughs> uh, I, my, my wheel wells are not lighted and there's not oh. a whole lot of ground clearance. I have like a, like a millimeter of ground clearance where these Jeeps have you know feet. Yeah. And they left a rubber ducky. And apparently that, that we're one of them. Yeah. We've been welcomed to the yeah. tribe. Even though you and I do not have Jeeps, yeah. we've been welcomed into the Clarksville Jeep crew, which is great. Yeah, but I think we also got some pretty cool cars. We do have some pretty cool cars, yeah, but yeah. they're not as cool as, as, as the pimped out, yo, no cap Jeeps. That's right. That are driving around here. Um, but no, thank you for that. That was so cool to, to, to walk out. And I'm like, oh, what? I've been welcomed into the tribe. Yeah, one of us, one mm-hmm. of us. Yeah, so. Yeah. Felt good. Thank you so much for that. Thank you so much for <laughs> listening to the Clarksville Rundown. It's a Clarksville Now original podcast. Uh, he's a pud. We learned that. Yeah, uh, I, I, I accept it. I most likely am too, depending on who you ask. Uh, but we really appreciate you listening. Yeah. And we'll talk to you again next week.